to CIBC Mallon Industry Perspectives, a podcast series that brings you developments in the Canadian securities industry and potential impacts facing CIBC Mallon clients and institutional investors active in the Canadian markets. I am Chris Finley, your moderator and relationship executive at CIBC Mellon. Thank you for joining us today. In 2020, CIBC Mellon commissioned a landmark study of 50 of Canada's leading pension plans, seeking insights into how they've been coping with the pandemic, the challenges they were facing, and how they were repositioning their organizations in response. Recently, ACPM, the Association of Canadian Pension Management, produced a webinar featuring Alistair Almeida, segment lead asset owners here at CIBC Mellon, Derek Dobson, the CEO of CAP Pension Plan, and Asif Haq, Chief Investment Officer at CAT Pension Plan, to discuss the results of the survey and how respondents have positioned themselves and moved forward throughout the pandemic. In this podcast, Alistair will join me to offer more insight into the discussion he had with Derek during that webinar, and we'll play a few clips for you as well. We have also produced a podcast with Alistair highlighting his conversation with Asif, and we hope you enjoy that one as well. Thank you for joining me, Alistair. Can you first of all just give us a brief synopsis of what you discussed with Derek? Yeah, absolutely. The discussion really focused around the results of the survey and what Derek found to be accurate as it relates to CAT and their experience through the pandemic with regard to some of the questions in the survey and really what they're seeing, what the reasoning is behind some of their choices and positioning on the pension investment front. He also gave me some detail around CAT's pension plan offerings moving forward and the value proposition around those offerings. Thanks. Two things that I heard from Derek right away were a confirmation of the survey results around the trend for some plans to merge with others, and also the ongoing quest to find the right talent moving forward. Here's what he said. 20% of the respondents considering a merger is absolutely consistent with what I'm seeing today across Canada. Um, mergers are a more recent innovation, and it, it has become a real option. I don't know if any surveys if I was to look back a decade, would have had mergers of pensions as an opportunity. Wouldn't have even made the radar from a survey like this. We see more weight on the last issue, which is the smallest issue. Absolutely, other issues are important factors, but we're seeing the last two quarters especially, a stronger focus on talent recruitment and retention becoming a more prevalent theme. And I expect this theme to continue because there is in many sectors, a growing shortage of workers, especially in the private sector. Alistair, I've heard you mention in other conversations as well that there is no one-size-fits-all solution. And Derek confirmed that as well, didn't he? Yes, he did. Different pension plans have different objectives, different strategies around what they want to achieve, and that's really the sustainability of the plan. Derek talked about the fact that plans merging and consolidating with other plans is an industry trend that's here to stay. And we also talked a bit about DB plans and CAT's positioning and a view of that trend. CAT is part of the emerging and growing trend towards pension mergers. That's captured in the survey results. There's also several other large pension plans that have opened their doors. So it's not just a CAT story. I think it's an industry story. But we'll share our experience and what we're seeing. And although there are similarities, one of the slides that Alistair mentioned before is almost each situation has its unique permutations. 
And each path is slightly different when you're talking about plan sponsor drivers. And I will mention that mergers really became available just in the last few years or so. In Kat's example, we just made ourselves available to all Canadian workplaces only in 2019. So the trend, survey trends that we're seeing today, I expect to grow. Similar growth that we've seen in OCIO when it was first introduced. What are some of the other key drivers for a plan to merge or consolidate? And did Derek talk about any of those drivers being evident for CAT? Yes, the survey showed that the key drivers being things like talent, data management, and governance. And Derek did expand on those, but he also talked about the importance of culture. So similar to survey findings, the key drivers, consistent, absolutely consistent with what we're seeing in there. Uh, our experience is with over 100 senior executives across the country in nine different industries and board members as well. So everything is very consistent. It's all about de-risking, enhancing the focus on the core business, simply getting out of the pension risk management business, not having to devote governance time or staff time required to manage this increase in complexity, whether it's on the plan administration or the investment function. As I mentioned, one of the key themes that I've seen in our conversation is the value proposition. <laughs> and when I looked at the survey results, I was, I was curious as to whether it was uh, only allowed that CFOs could respond to this survey uh, because uh, these themes are completely consistent with what we're seeing from our CFO colleagues. Uh, but as I mentioned, we are seeing more dialogue on the value proposition, both on the employer HR side, but also the member side. And, and I'm, I'm reminded that all of these pension systems are voluntary retirement programs. So at their very core, they're designed to add value to the benefits program and improve attraction, retention, engagement. So a lot of the math has got in the way over the last uh, 10 or 20 years. From my perspective, at least the groups we're working with or have come to us, culture is a critically important. So the pen, from their perspective, the pension plan that I, they have speaks volumes or equates to the culture that they desire to have. And that's why the future focus solution, which CAT offers, has become very popular with employers, especially in the HR and finance functions. And as you might imagine, unions have been fighting to retain or return to DB in uh, almost all bargaining sessions. So it also has relevance if there are those types of relationships in the workplace. So as I said, in the last few quarters, we've seen more focus on the employee needs or, or labor market uh, considerations. I look forward to future surveys that will show an increased desire to enhance that part of the equation, even if it is only CFOs perhaps answering these surveys. CAT has some new offerings now as well, and he gave a bit more information around the value proposition in that and how it's really bringing people in. So currently, DB and DC sponsors are pretty excited about this unique offering that we have because it does act like a DC plan, fixed contributions for the employers, which is critically important to get pensions off the balance sheet. But on the member side, it's secure, predictable lifetime pensions of DB for employers. So this fixed cost design is really what's getting a lot of people excited beyond the merger potential on past liabilities. So consistent with the theme throughout the survey, it allows for those DB benefits, attraction benefits without the costs and the risks of running a pension plan. Traditional de-risking solutions are more focused on the past liabilities or retired liabilities 
for a point-in-time settlement. So it's a partial solution along a de-risking path where cats, as shown, or the employers coming to cat want that full de-risking solution uh, as well. And I'll note from the number of members and organizations that come in, about half of new members come from employers who are joining only for future service. So they're really ring-fencing their current liabilities and through OCIO or annuity purchases, some of the other themes that we saw in the survey, but they also want to ring fence the risk on a go-forward basis without giving up that attraction retention uh, benefit. A good percentage of those employers actually are converting back from defined contribution. So although they've been enjoying the benefits of fixed cost, they're wanting their pension contribution dollars to provide more value on the HR side of attraction retention engagement, especially as we deal with the COVID situation and the tighter labor market. One of the examples that you may have seen in Benefits Canada, so it's public so I can share it with you, is that GM, Ford, and Stellantis, big auto sector companies, are working with Unifor to explore moving their unionized DC employees into DB+. So this is the type of moving from DC back to DB that uh, CAT is seeing as a growing trend. What do future trends look like as we approach what looks to be the end of the pandemic? You know, that's a great question. Uh, you know, it appears there are some trends that are here to stay and grow into the future. And Derek went into a bit of detail around those trends as far as CAT is concerned. And that was really interesting. Have a listen. So I have three key themes consistent with the survey, workforce management, uh, financial risks, and governance. So on HR matters, uh, we see themes and dialogues with CHROs and CEOs involved. So these themes are very important to senior leaders in many of the organizations we're working with. And now I'd like to turn more to the merger side, which is a, an asset consolidation theme, a liability consolidation uh, theme as well. So if organizations join DB Plus for Future, that's a requirement, then they can get access to our optional de-risking solutions on past benefits. We would call this a full pension merger. As you're all aware, several other pension plans across the country are facilitating mergers in their sectors too. For example, in Ontario alone, Poop, Ontario Pension Board have several large mergers and the university pension plan will be opening its doors soon as well. And there's other groups across Canada who are considering offering mergers too in the future. So this is a growing trend more doors and opportunities are opening. What we're seeing is that from employers and members across Canada, that mergers are appealing because they fully replicate past benefits. This simplifies communications and change management. What you've earned up to today, you get exactly that amount. And sometimes there's an upside where we provide inflation protection on past benefits as well, depending on the merger dynamics. And from a CFO perspective or board perspective, we set a fixed exit price, a single dollar exit price, well in advance so organizations can evaluate this de-risking option well in advance of a proposed merger date and therefore gain the required approvals with no risk of the price changing. This is critically important. This resonates with CFOs, CEOs especially when they're part of a multinational organization where approvals can take time. For example, our recent merger with Sanofi required multi-layer approvals in Canada, the U.S., and France. And having that set fixed price was critical 
and making sure things didn't change as we went through. So looking at the de-risking from a financial risk, uh, our experience is that CFOs are often leading the pension merger solution discussion. As the survey suggests, getting pensions off the books has been a trend for a long time. So why mergers have been a hot topic today or recently is that they're often less expensive than a better solution than traditional options. This is because cap prices pass liabilities that are going concern valuation basis since we're not for profit. This trend is also likely to grow in awareness as the survey suggests, because they only became available in the last two years, as I mentioned, uh, 2019 for across Canada for us. So awareness is gonna grow this trend. We're also now seeing CFOs, rather than consultants bringing the solution to CFOs, CFOs are now becoming aware and bringing the solution or investigating it with their consultants. And many organizations have now started hiring independent consultants to avoid that perceived conflict of interest with their current providers. So as I said, in the future surveys, I expect to see this trend continue and is growing quickly, especially where there's unionized workers who want to bring DC back. Another example uh, is in a couple of cases where there was multiple pension plans in an organization, large organization, the union brought this solution to the CFO and the CFO quickly put all of their pension plans into the merger bucket. So they quickly decided to merge all the plans, not just the unionized plans. So I want to share the number one question that we're hearing asked by CFOs and boards. Is there any financial risk? Is this similar to an annuity purchase where it's a full settlement? So the answer to the question is that a full settlement, the answer is yes. And there's no liabilities on a, on a go forward uh, basis in respect to past service. So once that merger is completed and approved by the regulators, uh, they are out of the pension risk management business. So CFOs really love that mergers not only deal with the retired liabilities, but they also deal with the active liabilities as well. So turning to the last topic that we hear most uh, often in, in terms of who we're interacting with is getting out of the governance business. As Alistair mentioned earlier, this is a key driver and we see it. We see it every day. Uh, governance simplicity, focusing on the core business, not devoting a lot of staff time. They don't have the expertise. This is absolutely validated by everything that we see. So very consistent with the survey themes. Uh, in general, DB and DC pensions are getting more complex to oversee, more governance risk, and employers would rather spend those resources elsewhere and leverage the expertise of the consolidators, whether that be a merger, whether that be OCIO, whatever the solution is, we absolutely see of getting out of the pension business in more ways than one. The other survey theme was around trust or scale or expertise. So CAD alone, and we're not alone in terms of mergers, has added over 100 participating employers in nine different sectors just in the last couple of years. You'll see large, you'll see small, you'll see different sectors. And as I mentioned, our peer plans are also having lots of success with mergers too. So getting out of the pension management business has broad appeal, not just in certain sectors, but across Canada. So let's continue on that trust theme or due diligence theme or governance theme. Having a future and past solution is part of the reason CAP consolidation trends are going. By our count, there are over 25 other organizations trying to do the consolidation theme based on these surveys. However, what we're seeing or hearing from boards and CEOs 
Its consolidation trends are largely focused with large established organizations. We found that being large, well-performing, that asset mentioned, a not-for-profit trust, these are all critical parts of the due diligence process for the employers who are talking with us. Like CAT, most of our peer plans that are seeing mergers have been around for more than 50 years and have deep resources to complete the mergers. So our experience is larger employers and their boards only want to partner with an organization that's been around a while and they can trust. So as mentioned, can't overlook trust from any de-risking solution, focused on mergers particularly, especially because they're relatively new. It's pretty important, and we share this with several of our, our groups doing due diligence on us, is that of our existing employers, at the beginning of the year, that was 124, I believe, uh, that they're comforted to know that 100% of our employers surveyed believe we have the expertise and believe in our model for sustainability. 100% is a pretty hard threshold to beat clearly from a mathematical perspective, especially in an era where some DB plans are in trouble. Having 100% confidence in the jointly sponsored pension plan model is absolutely remarkable. And at that, I hope the CAT case study was helpful in connecting the dots between the survey results and what we're seeing across Canada. So to conclude, consolidating, de-risking, and doing better for employees, from my perspective, will be a continuing and growing trend. And I do look forward to future surveys on these topics. What are your final thoughts on the discussion with Derek as it relates to the trends outlined in CIBC Mellon's pension plan survey? You know, it's great that the plan at CAT is evolving, and I think overall there will be a continuing trend of governance, administration, and data management. It was a great discussion with Derek, and it's really good to hear how the results of the survey are being interpreted and confirmed. Thanks, Alistair. What do you think the most interesting findings were out of the survey? Yeah, Chris, I think there were a lot of interesting observations that came out of the survey. I think the thing that stood out for me was actually you know, the top three challenges that plans face consolidating out and those plans consolidating in. And if just as a reminder, you know, greater scrutiny and visibility, cultural differences and technology issues were the three major things that stood out in the survey that pension plans would worry about. At the same time, those three challenges were also the three challenges for consolidating in. Again, greater scrutiny and visibility, cultural differences and technology issues. And I think one that's often not talked about a lot is really the cultural differences. And I think that's massively important as it is with any, you know, bringing together of any two organizations, you always worry about, you know, is my culture aligned with, with the person that I'm merging into? And I think if you're not, you know, that could be particularly troubling and that could be troubling for your stakeholders and your members and thinking, you know, is my plan aligned to the strategic interest of the plan that I'm merging with? So that really stood out for me. It was like a mirror image. And I thought that was particularly fascinating. Thanks, Alistair. That was a great conversation and some very interesting findings to review as well. I'd also like to thank ACPM and CAT Pension Plan for their permission to use the audio clips featured in today's podcast. And thank you for listening to CIBC Mellon Industry Perspectives. For more information, including CIBC Mellon's latest knowledge leadership on issues relevant to institutional investors active in Canada, please visit cibcmellon.com. Mm-hmm.